the college experience Christmas bowl game special on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. just in time for the holidays. My bookie is giving away free bets, free spins, odd boosts every day from now until Christmas, you get to unwrap a new gambling gift. And of course, a free deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars with the promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code SGP. College experience. My name is Colby Swinging Dant to Base Dant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we are. Patty C is not in the place to be. Patty C is on the East Coast. So we got we got a special guest. First timer on the uh, college experience. Good friend of mine. And if you were in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on Friday, December 6th, perhaps you might have met the, the man, the myth, the legend, Tommy Gimler. Thanks, buddy. Great to be here. Uh, you're going to need a towel to clean up this seat after that introduction. Oh, that, man. Uh, you know, the you, you, you got to get the Ric Flair going, man. You know, you dug deep the, the little <laughs> woo. <laughs> the college experience. You know, I, I modeled this thing after a imagine you're in a dorm room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did you did you did you go to college? I did okay. five years okay. at a, an institution of higher learning in Wisconsin. There we go, man. Well, that's what I mean, though, is that I picture a dorm room in, in wherever you were. Uh, what school were you, were you at? Uh, the University of Wisconsin, Stevens Point. Okay. Terry Porter. Terry Porter, Dick Bennett. Yes. Uh, Clint yes. Prewalt. Yes. The uh, Steelers. And, yes, and, man. Uh, Dude, and, ha, are there bas- is there basketball team still D1? No, it's not. No, no. They're D3. So <laughs> they're, they're a Division three or uh, WIAC, I think it's the conference. Weren't they, weren't they D1 back when they had Terry Porter? Are you telling me he just came straight D3? D3. Yep. Wow. D3 player. Wow. I have a, uh, like a stepbrother that played D three ball in Ohio. Let me tell you, Terry Porter's a lot better than him. <laughs> Terry Porter. Yeah. For the while, he, for a while, he was like the most famous person ever come out of Stevens point. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's, a, he, I think he's coaching somewhere now, right? Terry Porter. Yeah. No, who cares now? The most famous person now that I'm on this podcast is, is Tommy Gimler. Yes. Okay. Look, Tommy Gimler, uh, the creator, the man behind the daily upper decker. Uh, if you haven't checked this out, I, I encourage all our listeners to, to check out the, uh, the daily upper decker.com and also follow the, uh, uh, daily upper deck on Twitter because he's got a hilarious website. He's got a hilarious, you do a great podcast, but hilarious website where you're always posting funny shit going on in the sports world. It happens every day, sir. Yes. 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 Every single day, you know, and most of that I'm sure is related to, I mean, how many, how many posts do you have on Odell Beckham? Oh boy. I mean, there was one where he was staring at the sun. 
There was one where he got down, uh, caught going down on a fat chick. Really? Which totally broke the whole, I thought Odell Beckham was gay theory, but it's like, <laughs> nope, there he is. There he is. Where was he at when he went down on a, on a fat chick? Uh, in his flat, I believe. Really? Uh, it was hard to H- see, but you could this? see the blonde hair. Like, just go to the Daily Upper Decker and, and I, I need and to check this. How did Odell I get, Beckham. how did I miss this one? Well, it was five years ago. This oh, okay. is when he was still with New York. Okay. Then he okay. stared at the sun and it's all been downhill ever since. Yeah. It was yeah. like a, it was like a solar eclipse or something like that. And Odell Beckham went on Instagram and it's like, I can't see it. And he's not wearing the special glasses. I was at the little league world series and they gave us all special glasses to like, look at it. And he's just, huh? <laughs> now, now, uh, uh, Beckham or Antonio Bryant, I mean, Antonio Brown, who has more post on the, on the, the daily upper decker. You think if you Probably had, I, Odell I Beckham this, because okay. I stopped with Antonio yeah. Brown, it was you didn't just buy like, in your, it was almost like the Trump thing. You're feeding into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, uh, for the last three weeks, I used to like wake up in the morning before my daughter would get up. I get my cup of Joe uh-huh. and I throw on the ESPN app and use my buddy's cable password so I can just beat the fucking man, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I get up there and I'd watch get up. I'm like, you know what? I will get up with Mike Greenberg. And I'm like, I'm a Pat McAfee guy. I like yeah. this guy. I'll listen to him. The number one story for the last four weeks, every single day has been the Dallas Cowboys. I'm done. Yeah. I can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. So it'd be the same thing with Antonio Brown. I could post, you could post on Antonio Brown three or four times a day, yeah. but sooner or later, then you're just doing an Antonio Brown podcast or a, or a website. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I, I don't even like to, to, to subscribe to those like argument uh, based shows. I guess. What was it? The skip Bayless when he was on ESPN. Oh, the whole, uh, um, uh, first take. Yeah. Now, now they have like Fox bit their style. Now they have a Shannon sharp one with skip Bayless. Uh, yeah. Undisputed. Yeah. I, I can't, I, I, I don't watch him. I just, I can't, uh, I I, exactly, now. man. Cause I mean, like when skip Bayless was sitting there saying like, look, I'm a LeBron. I, I I'm not a fan of how many times LeBron switched teams. Mm-hmm. Right. But to deny his actual skill, the way that skip Bayless did forever and just hanging on to that. I knew it, it couldn't be real. Well, it'd be like, okay. It'd be like, let's say you, uh, doing this podcast. Yeah. And saying, I refuse to bet on LSU to win another game because they are racist. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you say, I'll talk more about it on my radio show on Sirius XM later on. That's all it is. It's like you say something stupid, so everyone quick tweets about it. It's yeah. it's where we're at with it's 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 bad. But that's why maybe I think we're we're getting a, a crowd over here on, on Well, you sp- keep winning people money. You know, and boom. Uh, well, we were in Milwaukee, no one showed up and said Fuck you. You cost me my wife, my house, my freedom. You cost me everything. Everyone showed up and literally wanted to pull down your trousers. I and feel like that could the- happen at some point. And if we keep following this path, someone's going to murder me because <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to get a game wrong, you know, or something. But I will say when we were at Milwaukee at Puddler's hall, uh, Tommy Gimler uh, introduced, well, I had done my set. I went to grab a beer and he asked me while he was tuning his uh, guitar to, to, to come up and, and give a par, give a parlay, I think, or get, it was, it was like, give us three teams. People yeah. paid 10 bucks to get into that show. Give them something to get their money back. And then some, and I think it was app state Cincinnati. And who was the third team? I said, and LSU. Yeah. They all hit, they all covered every single one. And so, I didn't bet on any of them. So that's why you should go check out my standup. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. <laughs> if you, if I'm not funny, you can still win money. All right. You're like me playing pool. Like I need to get eight <laughs> beers in before I start bringing <laughs> oh, some to the table. And then you go, and you are about Minnesota 10. fats on them. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just crazy. It's like Johnny Archer behind the back, you know, <laughs> like calling the eight ball off of four rails. And it's, it's nuts. Eight beers in at that show. You were, you could have called every single game. 
I believe there's probably some truth to that, man. Sober, you're fifty five percent. Yeah, eight yeah, years yeah. in, ninety eight percent. I'm a firm believer in alcohol. I, look, I've told this story before uh, on the podcast, and I'll tell it again. You know, we as a society, we come down. I, I know you're from Wisconsin, and having just gone there, huge, huge alcohol pro or pro alcohol state. Um, it's got like the the uh, Tavern League of Wisconsin is like one of the the mo- like the strongest like lobbying groups. It's like if you get your first DUI in Wisconsin, uh-huh. it's like they'll give you fifteen bucks. Like in, in in LA, it's like ten grand minimum, and you're gonna lose your license. It's like oh, you got a Dewey. Here's twelve bucks. Don't do it again. <laughs> get that's back out there, I'll, son, I'll, and get yourself another pitcher, dude. That's why I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna d- dive into this in a little bit here because but um, the Wisconsin alcohol game is really really strong. I'll put it like that. It's on it's on like Vegas level to me. But did um, you have yourself a spotted cow? I did. Aligning Kugels. I don't know that I had a line of Kugels. You get yourself a line in Kugels. Is it better than spotted cow? Spotted cow is really good. Um, I, I, I think I've had so many of them now, like I'm starting to lose just how great it is. And, okay. and now like I'm, I'm the guy who like stops and gets a 12 and puts it in my suitcase. So it, it used to be one of those things where I would only have it once a year. Now I'm having it seven, eight times a year. Every time somebody comes back, they bring me a 12 but line and Kugels make so many great, um, uh, they have their Liney's original and then like Liney summer shandy in the summer when it's 85 degrees and you just got done busting your hump for eight hours at, at some tannery. It's a, or it, some, it's some a nice light beer into. or is it a heavy one? No, it's a, it's a lighter beer, but the summer shandy is like, tastes like summer. Okay. It's like, you know what? I can forget how much I hate my job with a sixer. Nice dude. Um, this state. Okay. So I, I, after the show at Puddler's hall, some fans took me out to a bar. They were like, Hey, let's go to this bar. I want to say it was called who's on third. Uh, I believe there's one there. Okay. If not, it, 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 it could have been another one, but I think it's that one. First off this bar. I, I, the, these two fans, great guys. Um, I, I wish I could remember all everyone that would their, all their names, but I'm saying, I'm sure they appreciate this moment yeah, right now. Yeah, so yeah. to it. Like, <laughs> dude, I paid that guy's cover. <laughs> In everything. Well, dude, they had a bottle of Jameson. I felt like I was in the wild, wild west. So I meet up. I, I meet up. You know, I bring some of my friends that happen to be from DC that were there. But but so they came with with me to the spot. We go to the spot, and and this guy pulls out a bottle of Jameson that he has on the wall there. And apparently, apparently, uh, who's the the, the serial killer from uh, Milwaukee? Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. Apparently, they still have his bottle from. It's been open that long. Wow. Or I don't know if that's shtick or gimmick or whatever. But this guy gets a bottle of Jameson off the wall. They give it to him and he's just pouring shot. Like, like I'm in the wild west. He's just pouring. He pours me like he just goes around like he's pouring it. The bartender's not pouring it. So basically he buys a bottle of Jameson. Yeah. And he can like store it there. It's like, you yeah. know, being a, a member at a bowling alley and you keep your ball and shoes in like your own locker or something. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But, I mean, so he's pouring us shots. We do one. And like within a half a second, he's filling it back up again. I Dude, I do this. I do like three shots within like 10 minutes and I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here because this fucking guy who's gigantic, by the way, like mm-hmm. tall, tall dude. And, and there's no way I'm going to, it, it, it was like I was in fucking tombstone with, with, with Wyatt Earp. You know what I mean? Like when you're in the poker game, when they, they they're just pouring whiskey, I'm like, this fucking place is going to have me destroyed. You know what I mean? So con- kudos to your crazy ass date. But as I was going to say, alcohol, a lot of people shit on alcohol. College football and alcohol, I've told this story on the podcast, saved my life before. I was on a, I was scheduled to take a train uh, from Orange County to LA. And I was walking, it was like a 20 minute walk. I walked these 20 minutes 
I get, I'm at the fucking train tracks. I see the train coming in the distance. And my buddy calls me. It's a Friday night. And South Florida and Kansas are playing. It's like 2007 or 8, right? And uh, he's like, come to California Pizza Kitchen. Let's get fucked up. I've, I've only been to California Pizza Kitchen and gotten drunk once in my life. And this Instead was of getting on the train. Yes. It's like wherever you were in Orange yes. County, you're just like, all right, hey, turn around and walk back. This was some divine intervention shit mm-hmm. here because I end up going... He persuade like I feel like ninety nine out of a hundred times I would say no I'm not gonna fucking walk twenty minutes to California Pizza Kitchen. He persuades me. He's like like drinks on me, man. Kansas, South Florida. <laughs> I go, and sh- and I go get drunk, and sure enough, that train crashed, man. Get out of here. Now now I, I don't think a, a huge number of people died. I think it was just a few. Just a few. yeah, just a few. But <laughs> yeah. that could have been me. That's right. A lot got injured. I know that. But I'm saying, so alcohol, in a way, saved my life. And same with college football. That's the same. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like the Billy Madison moment where he's like, thank God I called that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Eric, man. Eric. So, so, so let, let's, let, let's dive into, to, okay, where are, are you from? Where'd you grow up in Wisconsin? I grew up in McGuanago, Wisconsin. How far which is that is, from uh, it's, it's, um, it's about like 10 miles from Alpine Valley. Okay. But where I grew up, Alpine Valley, one of the greatest music uh, venues. It's almost like a natural amphitheater and a couple of hills just outside of my town in a, a place called East Troy. That's about 25 to 30 miles outside of Milwaukee. Okay. Okay. I need to go to that music venue. Um, well, uh, it was where uh, poor Stevie Ray, Stevie really? Ray Vaughn. So there's like a, there's a ski hill there and it was like foggy that night. And this was Clapton's helicopter and Clapton was like, no, why don't you take my helicopter? And they took off and the pilot thought he had cleared the ski hill and turned around and no shit. Yeah. Alpine Valley. No shit. Uh, Grateful Dead played there a ton. Pearl Jam loves it. Uh, the Grateful Dead actually, as the other ones, their first show without Jerry Garcia was at Alpine Valley, Wisconsin. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I did not know any of that stuff, and I'm a big music guy. So question here. What would, growing up, are you a Badger fan? Uh, yes. Basketball? Because you got Marquette uh, there too, right? Both. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you find people who are, like, I'm, I'm going to root for either. Okay. Right. I just like everything Wisconsin. If the yeah. Bucks go, the Packers go, the Brewers, Marquette, anything. If if yeah, who Lakeland the- University's uh, <laughs> women's polo team wins the national championship somehow, if I'm going to you're going to find a way to bet on that. I, I right? would. I would. <laughs> I'll call my buddy back home and see if he wants to put a nickel on it. But the uh, you just root for everything Wisconsin. You want to see like good things happen to the good people of Wisconsin. Now there are some people though where Marquette and Wisconsin. You either like Wisconsin hoops or you like Marquette and it really is um, to put it nicely. It's you either have like the class and the dignity of the James Naismith game of basketball, or you like the street ball that Marquette brings to the table. Yeah, man. I, I remember when Marquette was in the conference USA, so they've really came up now, now in the big East now, like almost like a, in a way, I don't want to say a national power, but in a way they're, they're pretty much, I'd say top 40 to 50 almost every year. Uh, yeah. Well, when you have guys like Marcus Howard, Jimmy Butler, yeah. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Never heard of him. Um, hold on. So, so, cause I'm curious, like before we dive into handicapping games here, like I, I grew up in DC, but I don't know that there was the Redskins were kind of maybe Daryl green. Oh, can we say that on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. The, the, in the, Milwaukee, I think I, I I got your buddy out of the front row pretty quick. He sat down and he had his Washington football uh, sweatshirt on there, and I was like, even in Milwaukee, and we're a red state, dude. One of the best things ever is that they took the name bullets away from the the bullets <laughs> while sure the same is. team in town was called the Redskins. 
but that's okay. I just love that. They're like, well, the, our murder rates at a crazy, we're number one in the country at the time. Let's t- the bullets is somehow having to do with our murder rate. Like this is it, it's something about the bullets is, uh, and that was before Gilbert arenas was on the team and started bringing which guns. Would have been fucking perfect. And Crittenton, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, they're killing me on this, man. I, and I can't, the wizards, that's the name you replace it with the fucking wizards. They've been terrible ever since. Uh, and they just, I feel like they should never win because of that. That's such a bad name. But anyway, like, okay. So Although if you can get out of Southeast DC walking, you can walk a couple miles through th- Southeast DC and, and escape without any kind of bruises or bullet holes. Yeah. You are a wizard. <laughs> I like that. You are a wizard. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Maybe that's the angle. They, they stayed on it. They stayed on the bullet tip. They're like, how can we disguise this? Right. But, um, okay. So like, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the city, like who is the landmark guy from Milwaukee? Because like, okay, for us, like I said, Daryl Green, probably in DC, but we also didn't have the nationals. Then we had the Orioles mm-hmm. and Kyle Ripken was kind of the man for us. I feel like it was either a Kyle Ripken or Daryl Green that I would say, or Art, maybe Art Monk that were like, uh, you know, the, the icons of the city. All right. Kyle Ripken, before we move on from that, <clears throat> I want to talk in your set the other night, you were talking about how, uh, Kevin Costner was in town yeah. to film for the love of the game. Yeah. I don't think that was the movie. <laughs> There's a good chance I could have been right. I think that. it was the postman. Remember he was in, he was in the postman with Tom. Horrible Petty. Tom movie. Petty's I remember Tom Betty yeah. in that. So I, I think it was the postman. Now here's the story. Okay. That this is, or this is the, urban, I've heard the sports junkies. This is the urban legend. Yeah. Sports but, junkies in DC have referred to the story a few times that the, the Cal Ripken, Kevin yeah. Costner story. Yeah. Right. But so both Costner and Ripken deny to this day. Now the story is that Ripken, yeah. Ripken took off for the game. Yeah. Right. Forgot something came back and he had allowed Kevin Costner to stay at his house while he was shooting the postman. Yeah. Cause it was so a gigantic house. I, I, I Googled this house. It's like, if a, you were Cal Ripken, everything was gigantic. <laughs> anything in the Ripken family. Like they're, right. they were Baltimore. Right. They exactly. Still are. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Costner's staying there. He comes home. However much time elapsed Costner's in bed with his wife when he gets home. Yeah. So he loses his mind, goes nuts, goes ape shit on him, beats the snot out of him. Yeah. But he like he, he, which definitely would happen. Right. So it enough to where like the cops had to be called okay. and, and he was, he called the, um, the powers that be like the office and said, Hey, so-and-so I'm not going to be able to make it tonight. And then there was mysteriously a power outage at the ballpark that night. Uh-huh. So the game was canceled. So his streak could continue. continue on. Now that's the urban legend I heard. <laughs> Whether or not, I don't know, I got off, I got off the internet. So yeah. whether or not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I thought I'd heard, I'd heard multiple things. I'd heard that he, he arrived late. They delayed the game, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm sure we could find that based on the date, but I do know she got divorced at that. He, he divorced her right around that time period. So there's got, there's got to be somebody in the Ripken family listening to the show. Will you please Billy. just reach out? At gambling podcast <laughs> yes, on Twitter yes, and, at and the tweet us, D. send yeah. yeah at the Colby D. Send us a direct message. Let us know what actually happened. We know something happened. Someone's got to have a friend that was a cop that got called there. Something a neighbor, a mm-hmm. neighbor. The story's out there. We want this thing. No, but that, but the, but so for Milwaukee though, who would that be? Molitor. Uh, you know, actually, the, the it, Molitor got a raw deal. So in 1992, he was almost like he was putting still up, putting up like MVP numbers and Sal Bando, which is a former, he's a former Brewers player was the uh-huh. GM at the time. And he actually wanted Molitor to take a pay cut because this is when Milwaukee's like really small market. They, they don't have Miller park yet. They don't have anything like yeah. that. 
And Molitor was like, no, you know, uh, Toronto is going to offer me like 3 million a year, Paul Molitor, 3 yeah. million yeah. a year. So he left to go to Toronto. So people in Milwaukee, the way the, the, the Brewers spun that was negative on Molitor. So when he returned to play because the Brewers were in the American league at the time, uh, he, he returned. And I remember going to watch him play and like half the stadium was booing him. Like Damn. he left for the money and it was like, no, 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 no. He didn't leave for the money. Yeah, they tried to low you had, him. Yeah, yeah. You want him to take a pay cut and stay in He's Milwaukee. So he went up to, to you know, Toronto and the rest is history. Like he was an MVP. I think uh MVP candidate, yeah. Yeah, not an MVP, but an MVP yeah. candidate up in, up in, uh, now. Toronto. So uh, Robin, Yount Robin, Yount would be one. Yeah. So now you can go into like a pick and save or a piggly wiggly or, or, uh, you know, whatever grocery store it's there. You can actually get not lemonade, Robinade. Oh, and it's man. good. It tastes a lot like this. lemonade. I wish I would have known that when I was there because I would have got that. If you would have told me that this is Robin Yount's piss, <laughs> I would drink it. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I've got. Yeah, you know, I'm, I was a big fan. I, I went to a game where I got his three thousand uh, hit book. Yeah, I still have this book. I'm sure it's worth something on eBay. Maybe like twenty twenty five. Hang bucks, on to that, buddy. I've hang. On. I think my mom still has my Flutty Flakes, but I heard they reissued that. <laughs> I heard what? they just reissued that with the Bills' success. Uh huh. That they've re- reissued uh, in, in Buffalo, Flutie oh, Flakes. But I had the, the original box back in the day. I don't, don't know. open. Well, let's if we ever get let's get stupid one night. Yeah. Let's get stoned <laughs> and open it up. <laughs> just try just see, if, see, see who if can make it further. <laughs> don't um, eat the blue ones now. So you say Robin Yount? I would I would still say as far as the whole state of Wisconsin goes, uh, Brett Favre. Okay. No one, no okay. one at this point still would ever top even Brett after Favre. going to the Vikings. Uh, still. At this point, what he did, the Packers were so bad for so long. And like the way he played the game, like he had like Wisconsin in him, even though he was born 85,000 miles away in Mississippi and was a Southern boy. Like he played blue collar football. Now the, now the daily upper decker is what's what an upper decker is like. That's what I'm thinking where you do the shit on top of the, 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 in the other part of the yes, toilet. Yes. Right? And the, the guy, the young man that I spoke with uh, at GoDaddy the other day knew what that was. Yeah. As I had to renew my email, they were going to take <laughs> away my free email. I feel like I was part of some extortion scheme. <laughs> I now had to pay $355 over the next three years to get access to my email. <laughs> but he was like, oh, the, the Daily Upper Decker. Now that makes me chuckle. And I'm like, it's supposed to. <laughs> well, that's really good. And he goes, good. Sorry, uh, fighting this cold. But yeah, I've never, he's like, he, and he even flat out asked me and I wish I could have like recorded this conversation because yeah. then I feel like I could have gotten my 355 bucks back. Like <laughs> how badly do you want your job? Yeah. You know, two weeks from now when yeah. you get back into the office. But so we're talking upper deckers and he's yeah. like, now, have you ever taken an upper decker? <laughs> And your answer was, and I said, of course not. <laughs> I said, it's just like anything on urban dictionary. Everybody knows what they are. Oh, no, I know someone that's done it. That taking an upper decker. Yeah. College. Yep. Yeah. East, see, East right, Carolina that's, that's, University. Of course it right? is. <laughs> now I, I was, I mean, uh, Brett Favre, there's a good chance he's done an upper decker in his life. Southern Miss seems like a little bit of a grimy university. Well, the rumor is like this, it was like Brett Favre and Jay Cutler and a couple of other quarterbacks that they used to um, either Snapchat, not Snapchat, but like just send pictures of their shits back and forth. And then they would rank them on like the tornado scale. Oh, so like, man. Hey, just took an F five at Applebee's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, stay away from the, <laughs> the Buffalo wings. Oh man, dude. So, so I mean, Favre number one though, cause I thought he would kind of piss them off, but no, nah, I mean, people, people at that point were, were pissed, uh, uh-huh. but it, after, after a while, it was just still like, it's to this day. And, and the way Aaron, Aaron Rodgers handled it at the time, like there were quotes in the, the Milwaukee journal Sentinel of like, 
people were saying like, what about Favre, whatever? And he would just shut him down. And I love this about Aaron Rodgers, where he was like, look, he's gone. You're either on board or you're mm-hmm. not loving. And, and you, you, I love that too. It's they're always going to be. If you ask a Packers fan, who do you like more? Yeah. They will probably say that Aaron Rodgers statistically was the better quarterback. You know, I mean, his uh, quarterback I, I'll rating, tell you that whatever, yeah. right. But it, there was something about Brett Favre, the, the way he made the game. He's like a kid playing the fun. game. Yeah. Like he could throw four interceptions and you're like, Brett, what are you doing? But yeah. then he would get chased out of the pocket, run into his left stop and throw I agree. a 50 he, he yard had, bomb to Robert like Brooks the, uh, to win the game. And yeah. the four interceptions didn't matter. Like he could be down 20 points with three minutes and he was still playing to win the game, you know? Yeah. And there was just some kind of like. The, the attitude and the love that he showed on the field where sometimes you look at Aaron Rodgers and like, you see him kind of like whiny or pouty, like, yeah, you yeah. know, my girl Danica is not going to stand for that play call. <laughs> you know, there's just, there's a little bit there, but I'm not saying that uh, people don't respect Aaron Rodgers. Everybody loves Aaron Rodgers. If you're driving up I 40 or uh highway 41, yeah, you know, pretty sure I see, barfed on the side of that freeway. Um, <laughs> you're going to see a lot of Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, billboards. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I probably, I was a little too hungover to really pay attention to that, but I'm more of a Don Mikowski guy, but the magic man, I mean, that's why he had the eyeliner. He had the mullet, you know, dyed hair, Virginia tech. I believe no, was Virginia, he Virginia, Virginia Cavaliers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, he, believe it or not, when he like came to be uh-huh. uh, 10 and six, the Packers were that year and did not make the playoffs. That happens occasionally, man. When and all was the, the Bengals Jets. had to do a Monday night football that year was beat the Vikings. And they, they couldn't, couldn't do it. They couldn't Sam do it. Weish. Dude, I mean, they happened to the Jets when they had Favre. They went like 10 and 6 or 11 and 5, didn't make the playoffs. Uh, it might have been 9 and 7 because remember his arm fell apart and he did, they didn't put it on the injury report. I could have swore it was 10 and 6, though, because I, I, 9 and 7, I feel like they, you don't have a gripe. Right. 9 and 7, like a lot of teams go down. It might have been. Yeah, but there was a point where, like, he got his arm hit. And yeah. It just wasn't the same like the last yeah. five games. But, um, but I, I don't think we're here to talk about Brett Favre and the Jets. I mean, we, we could talk Don Mikowski though. This is a, this is a, look, we have a big tech mobile fan base. We could talk, uh, we could do an hour on Mikowski. I feel like, you know, if you want to talk, you want, you got a big tech mobile fan base. Well, yeah, then man. let's talk about the greatest player in the history of the game. And that is nose tackle Bob Nelson. Oh, that is true. Do you man. know this guy? I do. Cause I mean, that guy, he's ruined many, many matchups for me. If, if you are playing him and he's an, especially if he's an excellent, mm-hmm. I'm and saying, you don't have any shotgun plays. Good luck. Unless oh you're QB God, Eagles, man, you got to really strategize. You got to really strategize. QB like, Eagles was the only guy. If you weren't in the shotgun formation who he couldn't get. Yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple run plays mm-hmm. where if you, it'll, it'll grab the tackle. But even with that, Bob Nelson or the Niners had a one named Michael Carter that would, uh, they could still popcorn your guy. Mm-hmm. It would take a second though. So there was some ways to neutralize him. But it, I mean, you better have a game plan because Bob Nelson is a fucking animal. And what's great is I, I read the, uh, I, I, be, me, be, me being a huge Tecmo Bowl nerd, and I still want to do that gig in Playa del Rey, the Tecmo Bowl yeah. fucking gig. Oh, I'm right with you. Um, I, I was reading the, the, how this game was created. It's two Japanese guys, and all they had was a, a football magazine. They didn't get, in, 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 back then, they didn't, in 1990, they didn't get, in 1989, when they were building this thing, they didn't get, uh, games really, they had to get the Super Bowl and stuff, mm-hmm. right? So they based all of this stuff off of a football magazine, and I want to say Bob Nelson was the, uh, him and the Buccaneers have a corner that, but both of them ended the season well in 1988, mm-hmm. and they mentioned that. So they tried to for they, they tried to look towards the future. I think the corner 
or safety for Wayne Haddix for the Bucks. Those two, Wayne Haddix was out of football the year the game was, was <laughs> dropping, but he's nasty in that game, right? Because he, well, well but Haddix, no one takes the Buccaneers because they were terrible. Yeah, yeah. But, was it Testaverde? Yeah, Testaverde, man. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Haddix, uh, uh, he led the league in picks that year, but got cut early in the early in the season that the year the game was dropping. So the year prior, he somehow led the league in picks. He had a very strange career. Well, I think to this day, like if you go to uh, Green Bay or anywhere in Wisconsin and you say, Bob Nelson, where do you recognize the name Bob Nelson from? <laughs> the number one answer is going to be from the line. Who in the hell is Bob Nelson? No one knows Bob <laughs> Nelson. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And I watched, I like, I was a diehard Packers fan at that point. Yeah. I never heard of Bob <laughs> Nelson. I just realized that I could see a brother. He had a brother working for that game or something, right? Yeah. Or his, I guarantee his wife's Japanese. There's gotta be a better angle than uh, just, you knew you, at that point. If you were a Packers fan, you knew Brian Noble and you knew Tim Harris, you yeah. know, yeah. and his old six shooters, <laughs> Bob but Bob Nelson, no one knows yeah. who that is. All right. All right, man. Well, well, let's get to it here. Uh, I could, if you're Bob Nelson, yeah, reach tweet. out at, at gambling, <laughs> and gambling podcast at funny Tommy and at the Colby D <laughs> let's chat it up, baby. Right. I want to get him on like the Westchester high school football field out here and line up some offensive linemen and see if he can actually dive through the line. Like, oh, that dude, and get just a quick little reenactment. Oh yeah. my God. That would be, that would be gold. Can that he do it? Absolute gold. But, Hold on. But before I dive into, uh, cause I want to talk, I want to talk, um, we want to dive into gambling best five plays, but I want to explain your, your, your site more. Okay. And, and, and how that that's, that came to fruition. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so you're just, you're a big sports fan. And you just say, fuck it. I'm going to create a website to, uh, to, to just a new site to, to, well, there was, there was a time, um, for MLB. Remember MLB did the fan cave. Yeah. And they, it was like, uh, you get to go to New York and live there and, and, yeah, and watch every was game. Awesome. I was yeah. a finalist. The really? first year I was a finalist and then I never heard back from him. And I remember <laughs> some of the questions being like, do you write? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't write. I just do like comedy and, and MC work and, and that's it. So I was like, you know what? And I really thought that that was the number one reason why they didn't take me. Maybe the other guy they took like writes, yeah. whatever. So I started doing this and I, I, I remember like writing a story like a little while in like Gary Carter, the great catcher. Yeah. Rest in peace. Died. Yeah. Dead. Oh yeah. 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 Died. Yeah. And I wrote like a serious article on that. And I was like, as I was like writing this, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, this is a shitty day. I'm writing about Gary Carter <laughs> dying. Like I just always want to write like funny stories, you know? Yeah. So I stopped doing like the, the serious ones and you know, the, the amount of like people uh, on the football field, like, uh, you know, stepping on somebody's face or like, you yeah. know, there's always a story, man. someone getting tackled yeah. and rolling over and oops, he shit his pants. Like, yeah. you know, it happens yeah. quite often. <laughs> it happens on a frequent basis and it's, and it's a lot more fun to write about those stories. And, and that's awesome. And that's man. it. And it's like a, it's a, a free site with no ads. Like people are like, why aren't you monetizing this? And it's like, because I go to the Chicago tribune and I read a story and it takes me six minutes to get to the story. Cause there's a video popping up over here. There's yeah, this or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, can't people just go to a website for two minutes and just, enjoy. and just laugh, just laugh, watch the video at the bottom, laugh your ass off and then go back to your shitty job. Well, dude, that's what I love about it. And that's why I want you guys to check out once again, make sure you check out uh daily this is Tommy Gimler and you can I, find him I on Twitter. I do believe we bought the daily and it'll redirect there as well. Nice. Okay. Nice. I Five like bucks this. a month for that. And, and, uh, on Twitter at daily upper deck, 
which I'll retweet a bunch for you to check out. But okay, let's get down to, to, to brass tacks here. We got, it's already bowl season has already started. I don't know if you know this time. You know somebody's going to be listening to this. Like it was a rerun, like four minutes before the Minnesota Auburn outback bowl. And they'd be like, God damn it. Just give me the yeah. pick. So you're talking about Bob Nelson. Who the fuck is Bob Nelson? Right. I'm going to play it after that game, but just tell me who's going to win. <laughs> Well, look, I'm doing okay bowl season, except with the exception of my, I had a huge lock. I think it was my favorite play, uh, SMU, the Mustangs. Uh, they laid an egg against Florida Atlantic without their coach, without a bunch of their players in the Boca Raton bowl. I love how Florida Atlantic gets to play at their a home game stadium. in their backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just ridiculous. But, um, have you caught any of these bowls so far? I mean, I know you probably bet on some of these games, but I mean, I don't know. These yeah, games we, uh, I've, I've watched a couple of them. Like so far I'm doing uh, very well, but I, I've started out hot before, but I've, I've said this about these games. The first ones are usually the easiest. Yeah. Um, but I'm a guy who, when I look at like, you know, your sites, if I'm looking and you guys all across the board, like love somebody, I'm going to bet against you <laughs> because if everybody loves it, if it's too good to be true, there's a reason yeah. Why, you know, I'm parking three blocks down the street and walking over here in the rain instead of having somebody come out and say, Mr. Gimler, that's true. Let me park that, your Maserati. That is true. You, you know, but I, I, look, and I, 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 we've talked about this off air before, you know, I've seen you the way you handicap games and I, I, I don't always buy in, but I mean, I, you, you do fairly well for yourself. Uh, our, our, in, our intern does as well. He, uh, he also does not like betting with the public and he hits it about, like, I would say this year, he's probably a tad over 50%. Okay. Um, but, uh, but he actually knows nothing about football. He just bets against that's yours. I think buddy, um, they're not listening. That's to probably us, my though. dog. That's probably my dog. No, this, that is, thing. this is Vegas. This is Vegas listening. Yeah, in on exactly this. Yeah. right there. Right. Um, so, so, uh, you haven't watched any of, or you have watched a lot of, uh, yeah, I watched of games, a couple games right? yesterday. I had our little, uh, our family Christmas party, our friends and family Christmas party last night. So that was more of our focus, but, uh, you better believe it. While I was emceeing a white elephant gift exchange, I had an eye on that app, app state UAB game. Oh, I was supposed to go to that. Fuck man. I forgot about app that. state UAB. Oh no. The uh, white elephant. Yeah, party. no, I know you're supposed I to forgot be there. about That's that. All right. man. I forgot. Actually, I, I got really drunk. So I was like, um, what? You couldn't come up with the six bucks to <laughs> get in a UAB well, student section. You and six other people. I, I completely forgot about that dude. My bad. Um, uh, what was I going to say? So look, college experience, uh, just to let you know, I am a huge uh, hater of bowl games, uh, especially the the older we get. It, like nowadays, coaches are gone, players don't even, players sit them out. It makes it incredibly hard to handicap, uh, especially the ones that are sponsored by like car insurance companies. Like, hey, could yeah. you not sponsor a yeah. game with Ohio and Nevada in yeah. it so my premiums could come down five bucks a month? <laughs> you know, I, exactly, I'll be a man. more loyal person. <laughs> exactly. Not saying you know what, that's my insurance company right there. <laughs> Well, dude, and, and uh, that is a fair point, but also like, how about they, they, they just fu- like, why is it that the NCAA can't just instill a rule saying you must coach through the whole season? Yeah. Or, or you lose like X amount of dollars. Cause I can tell you, I don't have an interest and it makes it incredibly hard to handicap. Take the Florida Atlantic game. Lane Kiffin's not there. Bunch right. of players sitting out. Uh, for me, I, I'm sitting and they're not going anywhere. There's no reward. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, I get it. If you're going to LA, if we're going to go to LA and the Rose Bowl and play, okay, I get it. There's, mm-hmm. We're going to be in Hollywood. But if you're going to play at your own home stadium, I, well, motivation wise, I check off that. That's my handicapping, you know, logic. And then I'm like, well, they don't have their coach. So how excited can they really be about this game? Sure enough, they win, which shows that I was fucking clearly wrong. But 
I mean, I just think these, a lot of these games, it's a big problem in college football and that they need to, I mean, I, we've made this argument a million times with our, our listeners that we want like a, 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 a much more expanded playoff, at least 16. And, uh, but that's, but you're, you're making a great point on why, you know, a lot of people got burned by SMU and I would say Utah state was another one. I think a lot of people, at Utah I was state, on Kent state, but, but yeah, but well, all right. So then great for you. I mean, that's a well, big once again, I looked you. at the same logic. I was like, uh, Kent state's never won a bowl game. Right. I knew that. And I thought, well, I, I there was uncertainty that Jordan love Utah state's quarterback was going to play. Mm-hmm. So I said with me, not having a definitive answer, cause he's going pro. I'm not going to take them knowing what'd you get like 10 points. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, uh, those, these games are just retarded. I mean, another thing is these, the matchups aren't fair. Like Utah state's not going to be excited about it. Honestly, Utah state's probably a much better team than Kent state mm-hmm. like throughout the season, but you are setting up some of my top five picks beautifully. Oh, you've been what, in Hollywood long enough. That's what we do, I buddy. like it. That's what we do. But, um, I don't know. Uh, the, the playoffs are a joke. What, how do you feel about a 14 playoff? Uh, I, I, I will side with the argument that as it gets later in the year, the one thing where it does work for college football is there are a lot of, you know, indirectly and unofficial playoff games every single week, knowing that if this team loses, they're done, you know, Baylor loses this game. They're done. Wisconsin loses they're They're done. You know, so there, there is that neat aspect of it. Yeah. However, there is no better argument for moving toward like a 16 team playoff or the 2014 playoff. Like you were saying, FCS does 24. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's no better argument than Alabama playing in FCS school the week before Auburn and Auburn playing like some podunk school well, that, that just an- eliminate those games. People are like, Oh, there's not enough games. Wisconsin doesn't need to play games against these schools. Like I, I don't think a team scored against Wisconsin yeah, until so like, game three. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Like the amount of people, they must've had like four or five shoutouts this year. And it's like, you don't need those games. Well, cl- sure. Keep your conference games. You have to keep the conference games because that those but are even special. that man, the big 10, the big 12, the pac 12 play nine conference games, ACC, SEC play eight. I just think there's so much inconsistencies, inconsistencies <laughs> there. It's really hard to say uh, these are the four best teams. I'm saying, well, no, if you had to play, cause not only does that mean you're playing another conference game, that's an added away game mm-hmm. potentially depending on, on the teams. Right. Well, even like, you know, I'm, I'm not an Alabama guy by any means, but give Alabama a couple of weeks to get this other kid up the speed. And there are a lot of good players on that team and they could actually, maybe they're going to be the number eight seed or the number nine seed, but they can still be, yeah be, be in it. And in years past, it's how many one loss teams. And, and again, it's, it's, this is not the year to have that argument because everything worked out perfectly. But like I, if, if let's say Utah would have won yeah. and would have been left out of the, the playoff, then you would, you could have had a massive argument like saying, let's go to eighth and then let's go to 16. But I still argue that it didn't work out perfectly. Like I, I would still argue. I think this year probably worked out per, more perfectly than normal, but I would say that t- the fact that like Oklahoma lost at Kansas state. Now. Yeah. They won their conference. I was on Kansas state. I was on not to win, but it it was just like, I think they were like 23 and a half point dogs. And you knew by like the fourth quarter, like the start of the fourth quarter, they got up to like 21 point lead. What I can do during the 1230 games. I've got some money. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I don't know. My, my, my point is like, like Appalachian state or some, some teams like that, or UCF that went undefeated two years in a row to not get to, to not get that chance. 
I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that you don't have a, a system that, that works like that. So I don't know. Anyway, let me tell you guys that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by mybookie.ag. It's that time of year. Christmas is coming up quick as we're approaching the 25th and our friends at MyBookie want to make your season special with 12 days of gifts. MyBookie is already one of the most trusted and reputable sports books in the industry. And this holiday season, they're getting into the spirit of giving with 12 straight days of giveaways. That's right. 12, get it. 12 days of gifts, a brand new gift every single day. So you can take your game to the next level. They kicked off their promotion on the 14th with a free parlay for, with the UFC and they'll keep on giving gifts all the way up to the 25th. So by the time you hear this, you have a couple days to squeeze this in. Free bets, free spins, futures, and more. While Santa has his, they've checked off their list. They've got a little something for everyone. And this is the promotion that you don't want to miss, especially with the NBA, NHL, FCS playoffs, college bowl games, college basketball. We publish a spreadsheet every day on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Wait, what, what, I'm, I'm supposed to be reading about mybookie.ag. Let me go back into this. Parlays, teasers, specials, anything you could ever ask for. My bookie is here to make Christmas great again. <laughs> I love that. And uh, head over to mybookie.ag right now and use the promo code SGP to get half off your initial deposit in free wagers. And that's just the start of your savings. Make sure to go to the site during the promotion because there's only going to be something new every day until the 25th. And you're going to want to take advantage of these deals. So sign up at my bookie, use our code SGP and start winning today. I mean, hell, if you were already on that site and had uh Colby Dant can in fact read at minus minus one forty, time to collect. Oh my God. There's the proof. Dude, I, there was a couple tough words in there. I had to skip and just ad lib. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is that? A J? Yeah. I, I can't pronounce thorough, it. It's, it's if it's not at thorough, the front, it didn't, I didn't know thorough was spelled like, no, I'm joking. No. Thorough through. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's do top five bowl games here. I don't want to sit there and they Our listeners have heard me complain so much about the playoffs, but I do love the FCS playoffs. But let's just get to. So I already lost one of my big locks in SMU. So I'm gonna I'm gonna add in another one. But we can go. What is your favorite? Or actually, let's start with fifth. Let's, let's fifth. have it end well, with the, what, what I what I what I love this year. Like I I love this game. I, I love this game. I'm, I'm not going to bet on it. Like I like to find the games where I'm, I'm only watching because I'm betting on it. Like I like the, the Texas Utah game, right? Okay. It's a, it's for, for Valero. This might be the first game that Valero has sponsored where they're like, okay, Valero might be a reputable product. You know, <laughs> like if you're looking at uh, January 2nd, you got the tax slayer Gator bowl. Yeah. It's Indiana against Tennessee. You know what tax slayer? No, thanks for your services. <laughs> if this is what you're going to give me yeah. the day after new right. year's, the first day of my weight loss challenge. No, thanks. I want something that I can watch on the treadmill. Uh, the cheese at bowls got me pretty excited. I'm a, I, I mean, look, you're from Wisconsin cheese state. You got to be into the cheese, right? Any kind of cheese, even the powder stuff. <laughs> uh, but look, if you, I don't know if you want to go from fit, fit, does that sound good? Fifth down our top five locks in the bowl top five season, uh, starting, uh, obviously uh, December or what this will air. All right. But you, yeah. all right. You have to start with yours first okay. and then that way I'm going to retort, okay. uh, especially I, I want to hopefully have like a pick that is not yours. Okay. Well, my fifth one, uh, huh. I'm going to take, I'm going to st- stay with the cheese at bowl and my guy, Mike Leach, our guy at the sports gambling podcast, they're catching three points in Phoenix against the trip. Now what's great about this game is it's a triple option against the air raid, where if you've studied Mike Leach, 
he uh, has mo- he said he kind of modeled the air raid after the triple option. Surprisingly, it's about space. A lot of it's about spacing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but it wasn't until like he looked at it and said, "That's neat," and then read a novel on Bigfoot. And then said, okay, now, now I'm going to come yeah. up with the air, fr- yeah. air raid offense. All right, good. <laughs> exactly, man. So what we got going on here is they're, ca- they're catching three points. Look, Air Force is 10 and two. I watched uh, the Air Force Colorado game where they got Air Force was kind of in control of that game, but Colorado rallied late. Colorado missed the extra point that would have won them the game. So the game went to overtime. Well, Colorado threw the ball a lot. They had LaVisca Chenault, Katie Nixon. Uh, Washington State's going to throw the ball a lot more. And I think get, catching three points the only negative thing I can, I can see about this game is Air Force potentially, if this offense is working against a Washington State defense that's a, a down Washington State defense, they can control the clock. That's, that's what they did against Colorado. They limited the possessions. However, I just think Washington State's probably a better... They're, they're six and six, but I think they're better than six and six. So give me my Cougars. I know I'm biased because I was up there in November, but I think that's my fifth best play available at the moment. Now let's say I was uh, just like an autistic kid and did nothing but like numbers. Right. And just loved everything. Like didn't watch the game. Couldn't, couldn't sit through a game, but I was all about numbers. I would agree with your pick based solely on the amount of money that's being bet on air force right now. Okay. What's that percentage right now? And of course this is going to change because the majority of bets come in like, you know, at at least the majority of the public money, the, the stupid money. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, the sharps all bet their action. Everyone knows everyone listening to this knows <laughs> that. Okay. Uh, right now, 21% of betters are betting on, on the spread for Washington state and 24% are betting on the money line. So that's huge. Yeah. That's huge that, that there it's, it's such a, you might get like a random holding call against air force when it's like, and there's air force picking up a first down. No, I'm sorry. Third and 15. And now they're going to have to throw and that's and not going to work. Throw, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're throwing better than they normally are, but Another play is why even take the three points? Just take the money line. The the money line? I think it's just the play is to take the money line, right? Well, it depends. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes I, I, if, if, if I'm, if I see a game like that and I just, I I'm going to take in like my bold pick them. I'm going to take them to win the game, Washington yeah. state. Right. Yeah. But if I'm getting three points, why not? Yeah. Let's say air force misses an extra point, right? Yeah. No one. I, I, I know of no one who or says goes for I'm two going the to win, air, force. air force would do that. Oh, go for two and go for the win. Yeah. Mike Leach would do that. Yeah, Mike Leach both, would, would both either way. Right. So, yeah, actually you're right. The three points would be vital if that was the case. Cause if Leach, if Leach did that and didn't convert, then you, you, your three points would carry you over the top. Plus nobody goes to air force just to be a kicker, <laughs> right? No one says, Hey, put me through the boot camp, put me through all of the hell, put me through the basic training and put me in the service for years. I'm here to kick the yeah. pigskin. <laughs> I work on airplanes and I'm also really good at kicking field. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did you see the way that guy kicked that lug nut 40 yards across the <laughs> hangar over there? Get him on the squad. That's who's kicking your extra points, right? right? So I, I'm, I would take the three points. I love your enthusiasm. I yeah. would take them in a bull okay, pick. So, so, so far I'm one for one on, on gambler scale. I like it. Now, do you want to retort with one or am I just going through all my five? No, no, no. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go now. Okay. You take a breather okay. just in case there's somebody who's listening who Italian hates beer. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a we lot out there. We need to keep me. them here. Yes. We need to yes. keep yes. them there here. There we okay. go. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm going to take this uh, Oklahoma state Cowboys. Now let's say you were in Oklahoma state uh, or you're, you're looking at the game and you see Oklahoma state and they're ranked like what? 25th. Maybe are yeah, they I think it's somewhere towards something the back. like that? Yeah. All right. And you're playing against Texas A&M unranked. This is of course the Academy sports and outdoors Texas bowl. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
which that's a good game. Oklahoma State, Texas A and M. It is right? a good game. It's like a home. It's almost like a home game though for A and M. Right. Yeah. So, but not knowing that, you're going to see. I've I see the 25th ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys against the unranked Texas A and M Aggies. Yeah. And the Oklahoma State Cowboys are catching seven. They're getting seven points. Like sign what a me great up. Play. Sign me up. Unbelievable. If Texas A&M was a better team, they would be ranked. Yeah. Right. But this is a ranked team and that's exactly the way this game is getting bet. Looking at it. I know Hubbard's going to be back. Chubba Chubba Hubbard. Hubbard. He's a beast. I mean, that's gotta be an urban dictionary entry. Can we get your intern <laughs> on here? looking up? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. We'll make sure it happens. I was with her all night. We bought, I bought her six drinks. So <laughs> she had to go home with me. I got home. She passed out. So I quick gave her a Chubba <laughs> Hubbard and got the hell out of there. That's if you I use it, it in a man. sentence. Yeah, there's got to be some kind well, of their quarterback that, that, that I think is at last I saw, I was looking, I couldn't find a report. If Spencer Sanders was going to play, that's their, their, their quarterback, their backup. They got a guy, drew Brown, a Hawaii transfer grad transfer, but I think they're a better, they're probably bit like the, the thing that I, I watch. I like Oklahoma state. I like, uh, you like the, the mullet. I like the, yeah. the Arkansas Gun, waterfall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but I don't think that Sanders is like he, he, Mason Rudolph sucks in the pros, but like he was a great Brandon Whedon was a great yeah. Oklahoma state, yeah. like Mike Gundy system yeah. quarterback. Sanders wasn't the the same that I, I felt like they're more run heavy this year. Right. He's at, well, he, he, I mean, he's a freshman, but, uh, uh, he's very athletic. Excuse me. He's 18 years old. <laughs> he's very, he, but he's like one of the more athletic quarterbacks mm-hmm. I've ever seen them have at Oklahoma mm-hmm. state. So he does not throw the ball nearly as well as those guys, but also he's a freshman. I think, I think that will develop. But also, he's very athletic, so they will do a lot of run pass option. They will get him moving outside of the pocket some. Um, I mean, look, Drew Brown's a good, a capable quarterback. I was watching Drew Brown, Nick, when he was out of Hawaii, throwing for a lot of yards. They also got, I think, a third string. They got some playing time, too. So, um, but, I, but you're saying you're on A&M. I am just for, like, cause I, I like looking at, like, I like looking at games and it's, it's a fun thing to do. Bill Simmons does it, uh, on his podcast. You shouldn't listen to it because you should be listening to this one <laughs> nonstop, but he does things where like he's with his pal or whoever's on and he'll say like, okay, it's Buffalo against Pittsburgh. What do you think the spread is? And if you were going to have me look at Oklahoma state, Texas, A&M and say, what's the spread? I'd be like, it's either going to be possibly a pick them. Maybe or, or I would or give, two. I would yeah. give Texas A&M because it's in Texas, Texas. Yeah. And like, you know, that's a, it's a solid fan base. Like they're going to come out, but Oklahoma is close to Texas. But that's I think good. Gundy has a great track record in bowl games still. Yeah, I know. Uh, but there I, are, there are stats yeah. that could yeah. back up taking Oklahoma state, mm-hmm. uh, especially because uh, hey, I didn't shit on your pick pal. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but for a while we didn't know that Chubba Hubbard was going to play. So right. I, I was all over AM prior to that. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to ride AM though. Another thing, Mike Elko, their defensive coordinator, is really good. You give him a month to prepare. I, I just think that, that AM's the play here. Another thing is AM hasn't another argument, I guess, against AM mm-hmm. is they haven't beaten a good team all year. They're seven and five. Seven wins against I think their best win would be like a, a, a five or six win team, something like that. But, um, so why are they a seven point favorite that my, my, yeah. my whole thing, that, that, that's I mean, my their whole schedule thing. was tough though. They got, they had Clemson, they had Bama, they had mm-hmm. Auburn at LSU. I, mean, I, I just, I just look at it. I don't, I don't think it should be any more than like a three point two or three point spread. And if it's seven, then something's, something's up. up. I, I'm I just, with somebody knows something that I don't. Uh, and that's usually the case on most things in my life, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to ride. That's my number five, my okay. number five pick with the Texas okay. A&M Aggies. Plus, you know, the freshman is going to be in Texas. The, the age of consent, the drinking age is like 12. 
Uh, he's just going to have too much of a, a Thursday night in his hands. He's going to play hungover. I'll take uh, Texas A&M. There we go. Now I want I want to, I'm curious to uh, pull up the money on this one. Um, I'm going to stay in the state of Arizona. Cheese it bowls in Phoenix. Are you stoned right now? I'm staying in Arizona. I've never heard somebody who's sober, not like stoned off their ass, mention Cheez-Its five times I, in a 15-minute I mean, span. I'm pretty hungry, man. That's what it is, <laughs> man. I, right. think that, I think that's it, man. I didn't even smoke. I just walked outside <laughs> and grabbed a, a pail of water out here where it's raining. I, I've always thought Cheez-Its were a good snack. Also, I was in Wisconsin way too fucking long. How, what is up with your guys' cheese thing? I look, it's a cheese state, but goddamn, if everything wasn't on the fucking menu, have cheese in it. Oh, it's a must. You tr- well, go ahead. Try to open up a salad store without cheese there. And I see ordered how long a fucking last. salmon. They put some cheddar zest on my fucking salmon. Huh? It's a must. <laughs> my grandma lived After to be 93 days, eating that shit. I haven't shit in weeks because of my trip to, to Wisconsin. All right. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. I'm taking you. This one is in Tucson, Arizona, right up the road from, all right. from Phoenix. I'm taking you. I'm, I'm all over Georgia state getting seven points against Wyoming. Oh, that's a good pick. I had no idea they had a division one program, Georgia state, <laughs> uh, much, just, much well, less a higher institution, uh, <laughs> an institution, of higher learning. I'll tell you this. Georgia state didn't have a football program about 12 years ago. So, all right. So now according to this app, it says that 59% of the bets coming in are taking Wyoming minus seven Ooh. and 63% of the money. So that's good. Yeah, and I'll tell you, because Sean Chambers, their quarterback, is out for the year. As far as I know, he is not playing this game. I believe he had a broken collarbone, if memory serves me correct. Um, but their backup, and now, who I believe got some PT in the, the, the November, the month of November, announced he was transferring. So that means they're on quarterback three. Uh and George is like, I just think Wyoming, when you're on your third quarterback, that eliminates the passing game. Sean Chambers wasn't even that good of a passer in his own right, but mm-hmm. he was the best of their three. And then Georgia state, a team that went into Tennessee, got the win. They got athletes. Dan Ellington's their quarterback. Love this guy as a playmaker. Might even have it. Might even have, I don't know. Might even have a future. In, if not the XFL, then you know, the NFL third string. But um, I just think Georgia state's got the athletes. Well, you mentioned that <clears throat> Wyoming's down two quarterbacks. Yeah. That means 50% of the population of Wyoming is injured. Right. Now. <laughs> right. That's a big point. Right. No, the That's second one's transferring. He's, that, meant, so he's, he's mentally out. injured. He's out. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's gone. Have, so, you, have you ever been to Wyoming? I've driven through. I've never like stayed in Wyoming. It's one oh. of the few States I've never like actually slept in. It's beautiful. I, I've, I've, so I've been wanting parts. to go to the, uh, what's the, the ne- Yellowstone, Yellowstone, but yeah. there's like devil's tower on the other side of the state. It's, it's just, it's, it's a really beautiful a uh, big, amazing state with hardly anybody there. Like if you go uh, like the capital of Madison, you went to Madison. Did yeah. You see Madison, yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. You see like there. the capital, like how beautiful it is, the capital building. And it's yeah. just like streets around and it's like a, a, a metropolis kind of there. Yeah. Like things are happening. There is somebody's house across the street from the Capitol building in Cheyenne, Wyoming. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, a two lane street. Yeah. Here is the Capitol building. Uh-huh. And then there's like somebody probably like with sheep, it, across, it's it's it. This is a true story. Go there and look at it. It's, I've been wanting to go to Laramie, where the, where yeah, the university mm-hmm. is. Me me and my brother go to random college football games all, all the time. I went to Boise State last year. Went to App State this year. We bounce around. Wyoming has always been on our short list. A because Yellowstone's there, but also I've always heard it's a great college football environment. I went to Montana. I went to a Missoula. Uh, I went to Missoula. Good I went to a Montana you. football game. That was fucking awesome. They played mm-hmm. Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. 
about 10 years ago and like both teams were really good. I think shit, man, it might've been, I think it was probably before Cooper cup, but just a, just an awesome game. And, and Missoula is a great little hippie town up in the mountains. Have you been to Missoula? Uh, I have not, I've not been to Missoula, but uh, you, here's another reason. I'm sure it's not on your, your list right now. You're not thinking about it. You're thinking about like Yellowstone. Don't hit me with Stevens point. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but you want to go to Laramie because yeah. the chances of you getting late are 100%. That. You are going to be the most popular guy. You and your brother are going to be like, oh my God, two guys that I haven't humped before. Sign me up. Right. They're not going to care. I will say this, man, Missoula. I try, you know, I was in Missoula with the, with a friend of mine, black guy. Mm-hmm. They love some, some, some color in, uh, in Missoula. Of course they would. Yeah. That's uh it's unique. So they passed by me. They're like, they thought I was just like another day, a guy of Montana trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Went straight, straight for my friend, you know, but Hey, Good for him. That's uh, it's uh, it's it's one of those. It's like when I go to if like if I went to Colombia, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they come straight for me. I feel like it's the same thing. Colum- well, which what Colombia, South Carolina? No, Colombia, the country. Oh, Colombia. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, there's Colombia. Sorry, I'm, Missouri, cur- I'm currently Columbia. seeing a Colombian, yeah. so I just thought that's mm-hmm. probably the. How would she be? This guy in might me? have a house. She saw me do stand up in a basement of an art gallery in Echo Park and said, "Hey, I like this guy." Something's got to be wrong with her. So um, that was probably one of the top five nights of your life. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> and it's still carrying on, buddy. Um, okay, but I, I like Georgia State in this game, buddy. I think Georgia State is got a more athletic team. I think they've played better teams. Um, or at least their wins are better than Wyoming's. Tennessee was better than uh, Missouri. So give me the seven points all day in the Arizona Bowl. <clears throat> all right, very good. My number four pick. Now... I, I'm sure. I, I don't know how you've been with your listeners all year on Pittsburgh. Uh, they are one of these teams. I call them the Arizona State of the East. Aren't they the, like very disappointing? Like they have but so they much ha- talent. Yeah, their talent. Well, they got hit bad by the injury bug this year, though. Mm-hmm. They they did. But th- they're one of those teams that I always say like if you play them, like I was on Pitt beating UCF. Mm-hmm. I told people take the money line on that, and. Cause they're a team that is just a, a straight, like they always put so many great players into the pros, Aaron Darnold, LaShawn McCoy, Dan Marino, Tony yeah, yep. Curtis Martin. We could go on and on. Never heard of him. Um, <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I always say like, man, if you have them on their schedule, like that's one where like, if, if you had a field of 64, mm-hmm. that's, that's a team that could beat the one seed. You know what I mean? Like in the second round or something, if they, they got- could, there were just, there were so many games. Like I watched them. Like I, 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 they, I, th- I think it was on Duke when they came back and beat Duke, like Duke had a great comeback. And then yeah. all of a sudden within 30 seconds, Pittsburgh I was on came back. that game. Oh, that was a nice sweat. Cover. My fucking ass off. Cause they blew it. They blew yeah. the game. They also ejected a corner though. I for know. One of the worst bet, yeah. fucking oh yeah. Play. Uh, he, the guy makes a great play and they eject the corner. Um, but the, the point was like the, the competition, like the, the ACC is, is the ACC oh, so bad this year, but you know, Virginia is a, a, a solid, like, you know, defensive team and, and, you know, David Cutliffe at, at, at Duke, like he just always seems to get his players to, to play up to, to them. Yeah. Uh, this is Eastern Michigan. And I just feel like the talent on Pittsburgh's side is just so, so, so much better. Uh, and, and it's, I don't know. I, I just cannot see a, a team like Eastern Michigan. Like no one goes to Eastern Michigan by choice. It was just like, I couldn't get in here. Yeah. Like in Wisconsin, there's when in doubt you go to UW stout. 
I feel like that's like this that. is the the school here. Like Central Michigan, you got uh, the the McIlvain yeah. is there. You know, yeah. like he at least could bring some people. And there was a reason to go to Central Michigan, Western Michigan. A couple of years after PJ row Fleck. the boat, yeah. you know, there's yeah. a reason to go there. Eastern Michigan was like I was too stupid to get in any of these <laughs> schools or not as talented. So you're all over Pitt on this one. I am. I, I it's it's I got what, eleven points. I'm showing eleven points. Yeah. Uh, right now, 60% of the betting public is betting the spread on Eastern Michigan. 75% is betting the money line for Pitt. Huh. So Pittsburgh just to win. Well, the, the majority of the money is being bet on the under in that game. I like Eastern Michigan. All right. So yeah. So you retort, you know more yeah. about the sport. I'm just saying based well, on what I know. Well, here's the thing is like Pitt is a, it, 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 they're a kind of well, the reason why I always compare them to, I'm not talking strictly this year. I'm saying they remind me of Arizona state because they're always they could beat anyone's ass on any given day. Mm-hmm. Like they, they always have that, that talent. They're a strange team, but Eastern Michigan, I'm a big fan of their head coach, Chris Creighton. I thought I, I'm surprised he didn't get a, a, a job at a power five to tell you, tell you the truth, because he's done a, they were so bad before he took them over. Now last year or this earlier this year, he beat Lovey Smith, a bowl team, Illinois in Champaign, right? Last year, he comes into West Lafayette, beats Purdue, and Purdue went to played Auburn in a bowl game last year. Got destroyed by Auburn, but I mean, Brom comes in, loses to uh, at home in West Lafayette to Eastern Michigan. Three years ago, they lost, they beat Rutgers. Now Rutgers, I don't know if that counts. It's a Power Five, but they've been so bad. Mm-hmm. My point is, though, is he's building something. They've beaten Power Five schools. Now I do think Pitt is probably the most talented out of all of those schools we just mentioned. But Purdue was pretty good. P- Purdue had uh, you know Rondell Moore, one of the best receivers in the nation last year. Uh, David Blau, who played with the, 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 the lions on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what Chris Creighton's doing. I think he has a toughness on the team. I don't like him to win the game, mm-hmm. but I like him to hang around. And I, how, and, and another thing is, can I change my pick after listening to them? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to change 45 minutes. Their, their campus is 45 minutes from Detroit. This game's being played in Detroit. Now I know no fans are probably going to come to Detroit. Well, nobody can afford a bus ticket to get to that game. But who, if you're at Pittsburgh, do you get excited about going to play a game in Detroit? Uh, no. And it's, I'm, I'm going to like use that reasoning for a couple of my picks and whatever, <laughs> but this is just one that stood out to where it was like, it's not going to happen every game. Yeah. Like you can't just say for me, I can't just say like, Oh, Auburn doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Minnesota does. They're going to row the boat all the way down yeah. to where they're yeah, putting, yeah. You know, whatever. It's not going to work every single time. If it was that easy, you know, we would all be millionaires. Well, Pitt just does have so much of so much more talent than Eastern Michigan. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I feel like Pittsburgh has let so many betters down that this could be like one of the games where there's only two games. Right. And people uh-huh. are going to be like, fuck Pittsburgh. They let me down so many times. You couldn't kick a field, whatever. And they just destroyed and just- they just destroy them. Yep. And it's just, it's going to be one more, like one last F you, if you bet Pittsburgh this year, well, they're all, uh, they're always a tough team like that. I think Pitt played, if memory serves me correct, they played Ohio in Pittsburgh, another Mac school. The, mm-hmm. the reason why I mentioned this, they beat Ohio 20 to 10 in Pittsburgh. And I remember that being somewhat of a close game. Uh, obviously they pulled away. Um, so my, my thing is I think Eastern Michigan is probably, I know their record six and six, but th- I think they're better than Ohio Eastern Michigan. I think is the only team in the nation that started the season off with three away games. Trying to make it interesting. Oh yeah. Should we do this? Yeah. How about this? one Peroni deal? All right. I'll drink it right now, Deal. <laughs> but then I'll get you that one. You back get yourself and one over more. there. Get yourself over there. Grab that beer. All right. Um, and while you're doing that, I want to tell you that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by ACE per head. 
I, let, let's be honest, Tommy. He's not only thinking about getting a, an Italian beer; he's thinking about starting his own sports book. All right? Maybe he doesn't know how. Ace Bread is here to help him. To, he can start his own sports book now. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines up to date to the second. Wagers graded immediately. They also have top-notch customer support, twenty-four-seven, with, with some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Bread offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Tommy, we can get you your own sports book. We can get this thing rolling. I would love to do that. Tell your wife you found your career. Now, what's the customer service that I can call? Can I just say like, hey, everybody bet on Eastern Michigan, and I was wrong. Was it? <laughs> Is it possible to get a mulligan on that what, one? What if what if you you destroy this and then people start going to the Daily Upper Decker? They're like, this fucking database dude doesn't know shit. They're going to be sorely mistaken. I would stay with this side. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 uh, you're just joining us for the first time, this guy does every single college game. Yeah, yeah, we do that. We I don't have time yeah. for that. I don't. I can't. Uh, I cannot be betting Ball State <laughs> and uh, and whatever Division two school they're playing in hoops. <laughs> Dixie the State, day right? after. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so look, I, by the way, Pitt could still definitely win that game. It's, yeah, it, uh, it'll be interesting to see. All right. Uh, Chris Creighton. I've been a, a big fan of that guy. Look, and, and, and our co my co-host who's out of town, I was on Eastern Michigan beating Illinois this year in Champaign. And he thought I was a fool for picking that game. I see. I would have said you're a fool for even wagering that game. <laughs> so he's a better man than I am. Right, there we go. There we go. Okay. So my third play. I'm going to take you. Oh man. I'm going to save that. Actually. I'm going to save that for later. I'm going to take you to, uh, let's go to the music city bowl. And I believe that's Nashville, Tennessee. Well, where did you go to college? You figure that one out. <laughs> huh? Smart kid. ECU. There we go. Hey, the, the, what music the, city bowl? I believe I thought it could have been Memphis. <laughs> they got, they got hey, uh, they a lot of music. What, great sun, sun studios or Beale, whatever. Yeah. Beale street. And sun, BB King's restaurant down there. I've been to both cities. Now you don't want to go to Chuck Berry's restaurant. That's where they, yeah, and they you watch the you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, Louisville, I think is just a flat out better team. Mississippi state has they're six and six. They shouldn't. So once again, this is a perfect opportunity where I can call up and say the sec, when they make this argument, we have more bowl teams. Well, if you play an eight game schedule, you don't have that ninth conference game that the big 10 pack 12 and big 12 do. You add a cupcake, and instead of Colorado, who's five and seven, instead of uh, you know a bunch of these teams that are five and seven, I think Oregon State's five and seven. They would be six and six, and in a bowl game, if they would delete one of their conference games. So it's very they people that just automatically swallow. Oh, they have more bowl teams; they're the better conference. That's a, a lot of bullshit going on there. Yeah, but then you would have to go into the tournament with everyone referring to you as a pussy. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you don't want that. You don't exactly. want to be known as the pussy of the tournament. I mean, look, they're out of conference schedule was Louisiana Lafayette, Southern Miss, Kansas State, and Abilene Christian, and they lost the Kansas State game. I mean, Lafayette's actually turned out to be pretty good. But anyway, I don't think Mississippi State's very good. I mean, Arkansas, the bot they've really racked up a lot of their wins over Ole Miss and Arkansas and uh Kentucky. So I think Louisville's the better team here. Louisville's catching points. I, I, I guess Nashville, maybe more Mississippi. I don't know. What's, What's Louisville's like over under at the beginning of the year, like three. Yeah. Scott Satterfield came over from app state. Love, love. I was, 
I mean, look, I was all over. I love that higher, but I didn't, I didn't think it'd be this good this fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was, if anything, I was like, uh, I might even take the under in that if I had to, but well, that's what happens when Papa John stops concentrating on pizzas and only under the table payments to the players. <laughs> 30, 40. I've had 40 pizzas in 30 nights. <laughs> Amazing. Right? I'll play hard. I did that at college. I think East Carolina, maybe. You did 40 pizzas in 30 nights. I don't know. I feel did like you ever do like the 40 chicken McNuggets in less than 20 minutes. No, I never did that. But I, I, I think I know some people that, 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 that attempted that one. I sure did. Really? Did Got you, it done in 60 it? minutes with barbecue sauce, 60 minutes. Now it was tasty, delicious. The next day I pooped three times in 90 <laughs> minutes and it was uh, I immediately regretted the decision. Now I got my McNuggets paid for and $40 in my pocket. So okay. that was nice. There you go. That was nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, I had a buddy do try the double Chipotle burrito back to back. He told me he could do it. He failed. Mm-hmm. I got my money there. Um, and then I think the only other time I ever really, I, I, I think gimmick wise, I, I believe I snorted wasabi for some money. And that, right. was, that was all right. And that was last week just to buy Christmas yeah, yeah. gifts. When we were it's hanging right, out. Whatever, whatever <laughs> it takes. But um, look, Louisville's the better team here. I think Scott Satterfield's a better coach. I think Moorhead's got the program at Mississippi State potentially heading in the other direction. I think Louisville's trending towards the right direction. Um, I, I I really like the Cardinals getting getting the points here, getting four. Come on, I, I once again, not a bad money line play, but I I think four is still good because if in case Mississippi State shows up to play, you still you still get they win by a field goal, you still cover. But uh, give me Louisville. I think Louisville's going to win the game though. It's been a magical season and yes. usually like the magical seasons end on, on magical notes on high notes. Yes. Yeah, on high notes. Yes. Uh, and, and even if like, you know, that whole SMU thing, it was like Sonny Dykes, you know, here's your extension. Yeah. No pressure. And now <laughs> right he's like coach. probably chilling at Boca. He was, yeah, it was down there. I, I don't know what the hell happened that game, dude. Um, all right. Now here's one. I, I don't even care. I'm, I'm going to quick look and see how the, how the public is betting this, but I bet you Vegas has accepted at least 13 or 14 bets on this one so far. Okay. 13 or 14 bets. This is the, uh, <laughs> I know where you're going. Then. The Ohio Nevada game. Yes. <laughs> right. On January 3rd. Now, because it's probably going to be the only game that's played on January 3rd, <laughs> it's the famous Idaho potato bowl, Nevada and Ohio. People might say, okay, Ohio's got to travel. They're going to be like a little bit jet lagged, but their coach, Frank Solich. Yes. Is a tough mother, man. Yeah. He is tough. Former like, Nebraska head coach should have never really got fired. I think he got fired for going nine and three in Nebraska, which looks amazing yeah. right now. Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Frankie boy, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, exactly, man. It's like when you break up with that huge titty chick and you're like, I can do better than <laughs> all of a sudden reality hits. Yeah. But look, I mean, who gets excited about going to Boise, Idaho? I mean, I, no, no, I, no disrespect. People who go to I college like in Athens, Ohio. Apparently it's Boise, not, not Boise. Boise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. I mean, the the Smurf turf, you get that's that's something uh, you could throw up on the Instagram if you're a player, right? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I think, <laughs> but I but I think Frank Solich is just like a, a good coach, and uh, apparently all the betters seem to agree with me because seventy five percent of the bets that have come in, so that means three of the four bets that have been placed. <laughs> so far <laughs> have come in on Ohio, ninety two percent of the money. So, Look, and you're taking minus the seven and a half, huh? Uh, yeah, up to seven okay. and a half. Like, I, I just, I, I really, really believe that. I, I, a, I don't think Nevada is that good of a. a They're a not program. that good. They're not that good. But I, 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 this is one of the ones that I didn't really have a strong play for. I think on my spreadsheet I took Nevada. That's just why you had me. You had this son hook. of a bitch is crazy enough to yeah. bet the Nevada <laughs> Ohio game. Let's get him on. But I'm also biased because I know, like, uh, I think uh, Nevada runs the air raid, which goes back to Leach days. 
So, but I, I do think Ohio is clearly the better team. Mm-hmm. And I think Solich might even, I mean, I think he's going to co- come back next year, but uh, he's like 75 years old. There's I'm still so living much. in the glory years where Mickey Tettleton's kid was uh, slinging yes. the things kid for yes. him. I've liked him ever since. Yes. Though the, the dude, he was, he was a Baltimore Oriole for a while. Mickey yeah. Tettleton. Though in the Fruit Loops, man. Wasn't he a brewer? He was a brewer too, wasn't he? Mickey Tettleton may have, might have played for every major league team <laughs> and every minor league team for that. Uh, yeah. For that matter. All right. So, I mean, look, I, I, I like your play though, because I could totally see it happening. Cause I, I believe I took Hawaii as one of my locks at Nevada earlier this year and Hawaii beat them in Reno 54 to three. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think uh gambler might have a good angle on this one. I mean, here. as, as long again, <clears throat> this is, you know, what two weeks before before the game is yeah. played? You Worried never about know. A little hangover, a little Boise hang, Boise well, hangover. Well, I'm I'm talking that like some idiot. This is the whole thing about these games, which like calling it like two weeks before the game, like some idiot might get on ESPN and say like there is no chance. Jesse Palmer might get on there and just say there is no chance that. Uh, that Nevada wins this game. Someone could say something. And then all so the stupid. money goes. Eighteen players could get arrested in Boise. Yeah, in Boise. on New Year's <laughs> Eve, and it's like now I'm a real asshole. Like, hey, remember that kid from the Daily Ever Decker who said, <laughs> "Punch it in." It's a lot. <laughs> Ohio, fuck him. Don't ever get him back uh, on this. You know side. what? I, I think it could be a good play, though. It could be a good play. I mean, look, Ohio, run heavy team. Nathan Rourke, their quarterback. Uh, no relation to Mickey, believe it or not. Um, good. <laughs> Good. He might have a chance with the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Now I like my chances even better, right? Um, okay. That's a good play, though. It could be a good play. I thought it was a, one the of the rare. Games. It's the rare. It's the rare time where I would bet against. Like I would say, okay, the the public is going to win this game, and and it's based solely on that program, on that coach, yeah. like someone who's going to say this is an honor. It's an honor to be playing <laughs> a January third in Boise. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take us to. Uh, I'm gonna take us to the cotton bowl in good old Arlington, Texas. I think Penn state's going to fuck up Memphis, Memphis, Norvell's gone. Once again, classic example, they go 12 and one. The head coach is now coaching at Florida state. Not going to coach, not going to send off their best season in Memphis history. You know how fucked up that is. That'd be like in the middle of uh, you know, the Packers season, uh, you know, which I know you guys wanted last year, McCarthy to leave, but I'm saying, okay, with Holmgren in 95 or whatever fucking year you guys won you know, you get to the playoffs and then he's just like, no, I'm good. I'm going to retire or I'm going to go to the Seahawks are offering me a lot. Mm-hmm. It's retarded. It's absolutely fucking retarded. I, this is strictly a motivational play. Um, I, I know that Memphis kept the coach in house, but Penn state is a com- much more complete team. I like their defense much better than Memphis's defense. Um, and I, I'm so I'm I'm going to take Penn State minus the seven points, and I would imagine. And again, I I think this is like the whole James Franklin is honored to play in a game of this caliber. <laughs> like I mean, he would prefer to be playing for the national championship, oh, yeah. of course, yeah. or like in the yeah. Rose Bowl. But it would still like this isn't the Tax Slayer or Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. You. you know, it's yeah. it's yeah, the still a bowl. big bowl. Cotton yeah, bowl, yep. exactly. So I'm going to take Memphis. I'm sorry, Penn State minus seven, and then. uh and then I, I believe we're down to our, our, this is your second to last play, right? Uh, the, yes. That yeah. was your number two pick. That's yes. your, your yes. number two best yes. play. That's it. That's all you have to say about it. Uh, well, no, I just think Penn state is just clearly the better team all around. Like mm-hmm. now. And once again, you, if Memphis doesn't have their coach, I just feel like 
a, they're just going to be like Penn state is a lot better than people realize. I think their defense has athletes. Like they were in that game with Ohio state. Sure. They got some fault. Like I think fields had like four fumbles. Mm-hmm. I just think they're much better than Memphis. I think it's weird. The AAC is a good conference. I saw it. You know, I, I think it's better than the ACC this year, but I also think the mountain West is better than that. Better than the AAC. The AAC is, is deep, but I just think big 10 East, you get the Penn State's the Penn State beat Michigan. Penn State's beat some 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 real good teams. I think they're going to run it down their throat, play good defense, shut down. And then once again, the motivation. You don't have your head coach. We mm-hmm. saw this with Brian Kelly when he was at Cincinnati. They went undefeated and he dipped out. Mm-hmm. That's a scumbag move. I can't like a coach that does that. Scott Frost, classy guy, demanded Stayed. in his contract to, to, to yeah, because dude, it's your best season in your school's entire history. Oh, it was his one chance to say he was in his life he was going to win the national championship. Exactly, <laughs> and he did win. And in, in my book, he won as much as a national championship as anybody else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because if you're got a stupid system that doesn't allow, that's like taking the ninety, the nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety UNLV running rebels and say, well, you play in the Big West. You're not allowed. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed in the tournament. Well, they, it doesn't matter that what four of their like top five or six players made the NBA. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, that UCF team. There was like seven players, and they're good. Most of them are very good players in the NFL. I don't believe that you can tell me. I mean, you saw what they did to Auburn. Now you could say, well, Auburn didn't have the motivation. Well, Auburn still had their coaches and players. No one sat out those games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Give me Penn State minus the seven points. I'm glad you had me on the podcast, Colby, because I have been jonesing to find somewhere where I could finally talk about the Tony, the tiger bowl <laughs> on Tuesday, December yes. 31st, Tony, yes. the tiger sun bowl. Now, if you look at these two El Paso, teams, right? It is El Paso. I've done Texas, some stand up right? in El Paso. Now, nobody town. knows how to play games close to the border. <laughs> like Arizona schools. All right. Yes. So that's, that's, that's one number two. Is it the illustrious Florida state Seminoles? Yeah. Who are going to say, let's get up for this one, boys. This one is going to put us on the map of all the great Florida state teams that they talk about. Sure. <laughs> Deion Sanders and Jameis Winston yeah. were some players but they never played in the Tony, the tiger sun. Bowl. Exactly. And I dude, I've been to El Paso. They got quarter nights, uh, quarter. You call it drinks. Mm-hmm. Juarez is not that far away. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of potential for some great, some great stories for the daily upper decker for, you know from I mean? the Florida state. <laughs> exactly. Side, right. Exactly. You get, you get a, uh, a Peter Warwick down there or whoever, uh, you know, Andre Wadsworth mm-hmm. caliber type of guy mm-hmm. that he finds out that the whores and Juarez and the Coke is just flowing. Maybe you just go over there, cross that shit river they got there, you know? But on the other side, yeah. If there was ever a coach that was in the perfect spot, yeah, to be honored to be playing for one of the great commercial characters of all time. <laughs> In Tony the Tiger. I gotta feel Herm's a fan. Herm too. obviously <laughs> likes to play to win the game. But he will say things like for the first 10 years of my life, I ate nothing but frosted flakes. <laughs> and it was all just to get the free hockey sticks that you would get after you collected 10 UPC symbols. <laughs> sure, we all knew that the baseballs we would get after eating six boxes of frosted flakes were shit. <laughs> and after hitting it with a real metal bat, they would all turn into mush. But I'll tell you, the day that ball came in and there sat Tony Tiger on there, that was great. It yes. was great. I'm telling you. And he will get up there and he will talk about like 
Never was there a tiger in the history of cartoon characters that meant so much to a product as the great Tony, the tiger, and he will have 30 minutes and these players will believe. I think this is a double digit victory for the Arizona. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm completely in agreement with you. I think. And another thing is what's well, Florida state doesn't have a head coach right now. I mean, they do, but he's not coaching this mm-hmm. game. So mo- once again, I, it, sure. Give me a lot of 19 and 20 year old recruits yeah. that close to the Mexican yeah. border. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying if I stay here, I can't drink. <laughs> You but know, on I the day before New Juarez. Year's Eve. But if I go down the Juarez, <laughs> yeah. I can have sex with a 14 year old girl <laughs> while drinking tequila off of her. Yes. Sign me up. <laughs> They're in trouble. They're in trouble. In Florida, that's legal too, right? Uh, um, <laughs> I haven't so, been to that country in years. <laughs> uh, I like that play, though. I really do like that play. Um, obviously, Herm. Herm's this. I like. He's actually really over overachieved my expectations in Tempe. But, but you can, yes, you can say that, right? But Herm Edwards goes in there and he's not taking that job just as like a layover to go somewhere else. He goes all in. He wanted to go and like, he's got the Rudy Rudiger thing. He's a, he's a motivator, you know, and he's like a, a shaper of young men. Hey, there we go. And he's perfect for that, that program. And he's perfect to go into this bowl and tell them like, Hey, this is why we're going to win the Tony, the tiger bowl and why you need to respect the hell out of Tony, the tiger. And speaking of the shape of young men, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by manscaped, you know, look, it's all about the extra inch. (laughs) I can remember a time where, uh, you know, I didn't really know what the hell, no, your mom and dad never gave me this conversation of, Hey, maybe you trim the old, uh, you know, balls and shaft. I would hope that my parents never gave you that talk. (laughs) Or you were looking right at me and said, Hey, yeah. your mom and dad, your they, mom didn't, never- <laughs> they didn't give me the talk either. So if you got the talk, but yeah. I didn't, <laughs> my, uh. my brothers didn't throw me a bone. Your parents didn't throw me a bone. My parents didn't throw me a bone. I had to basically find out from having, you know, a girl say, Hey, you should maybe shave down there. Mm-hmm. And I go, Hey, all right. And once I started doing that, I was probably, you know, I was a young, a young buckling, but and once I started doing that last week, yeah. boy, has, has it turned around I got this for Colombian me. girl. Let me t- <laughs> No, um, but look, let me tell you something. This is something you want to be doing, right? Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past, Tommy, especially, you know, I just want to tell you that it's a thing of the past. Make a note of it. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm I'm talking about (laughs) the manscaped perfect package 2.0. Did they send you like a sample? Like did they send you like a uh, sample? I think product? I could probably get. I think Sean, Sean, our buddy Sean probably has uh-huh. that. All right, well, tell him to ask because yeah. I'll, I'll do it. And then the next time I'm on this podcast after my picks go five and zero, oh, and you're like, "Hey, man, they're calling for you." Yeah, uh, I'll come back and do it, and I will say how great it was. But I'll, if, I'll do but it if you go in five, you. Gotta, but I don't want to use Sean's all the way. use shit. <laughs> oh, I shave all the way anyway. Okay. But, it, but I don't want to use Sean's use set. I got you. All right, I got you. Which all he right. would probably try to. He's married try now, to, so try he to might get not a few be bucks using it you as too. Often, like, hey, yeah. you try this. Give me a give me a twenty. Um, I don't want the used autograph <laughs> Sean Green set. I want the new stuff from these guys. But look, the man, the Manscaped Perfect Package Two Point uh, I mean, look, that's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned their electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0. Uh, it's got uh, advanced skin safe technology. So this tr- trimmer won't nick and snag your nuts, Tommy. And uh, it's also waterproof. Take it in the shower. That's a, that's actually a key selling point for me. Can't you even say even Kramer uses it? Yes, exactly. That, 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 sh- that should be their yes. tagline. Well, if Kramer's using <laughs> it, I got to get in there, man. That's what makes him so smart. Right. 
So the lawnmower 2.0 comes uh, inside their perfect package 2.0, which uh, makes for the perfect holiday gift this this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you do on your balls. That's just fucking nasty. All right, this isn't this isn't uh, Juarez. So I don't know why I'm bombing on a random city in Mexico, right? But uh, speaking of uh, sweaty and sticky balls, I'm thankful for their uh, crop reviver. This product, along with the crop preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, sticking, all that stuff. And these products smell good. Their their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean, Tommy. Uh, Tis the season to manscape, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. 85% of women think bad grooming is a major turnoff, says Dr. Drew. I think it's higher. Yeah. Can I go higher, Alex? Yeah. I th- okay. <laughs> I think so Thank too, you. right? Maybe this is dated, right? 80% of women think men should, should manscape below the belt. That's an independent study. I wonder who they got to do that, huh? Not Northern Wisconsinites. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I believe that. Trust me. I it's was negative 10 and you want me to trim? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll take the deal. It's a good deal. Sign me up, but I'm not going to use it until June. But your strip clubs in Milwaukee were impressive. You know, all those girls are from Chicago. Thank you. Oh yeah. All right. I love Chicago. 89% of men think uh, good grooming is essential to their professional su- success. Business wire said that. Did they write this for you or yeah. did... <clears throat> find out uh, how I can get a job here? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to write this. This, this thing, is good right? stuff. And, and look, they've partnered with testicular cancer society to raise awareness about the most common form of cancer in men age 15 to 35 and provide help and support to fighter survivors. Thank God I'm 41 and in the clear. (laughs) Don't have to worry about that. (laughs) They have the lawnmower 2.0, which is way better than the original lawnmower, Tommy. How much better? Now trims at 6,000 strokes per minute, up from the uh, 4,000 per minute with the original lawnmower. The battery life improved from 15 minutes with the first one to 60 minutes on one charge, and it includes rechargeable batteries now. No more double A's. The trimming head is now replaceable with the lawnmower 2.0 and is now waterproof. Get 20% off plus free shipping. Use the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. (laughs) So was that a complaint that they got? You know what? Hey, thanks for the trimming. Like it's amazing. Like the amount of ass that I'm crushing. Uh Thanks to your product is awesome. (laughs) However, the amount of Duracells. Like who has the time to send that complaint? Because you know, these guys are smart. These guys are smart. If they're with you, they're, they're smart, you know? So they're brilliant. But that means if they're like, Hey guys, everything is great. And you know, they're going back to their engineers and they're saying like, Hey, we got to get you for a reason. But there were seven (laughs) people in Arkansas that said batteries cost too much. (laughs) Can you do this with a rechargeable battery? Right. Hey man, that's that, that, I mean, what else? It's got to be. That's got to be the only solution from this thing. Four, but I, I love the 6,000 strokes per minute. You know? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a... <clears throat> up from 4,000. I mean, that's some serious improvement. But it's also like <clears throat> reading that or like listening to that is always just a, a... It's You can never remind kids and and men all across the country or across the world too often. It, you can never say this too much. Do not take a real lawnmower to your balls. This is... <laughs> You take this product right here, not a real lawnmower. Speaking to you, the seven people in Arkansas with the battery problem, all right? Because they probably got a lot of gasoline, and they're going to be like, hey, let me try this fucking thing. 
Uh, Why spend 20 minutes when you could get it all done in 30 seconds? Look out. Uh, All right. My number one play. All right. And I'm going to be honest. There's a few games that still stand out to me. Please don't be mine. But I'm going to the college football playoffs. I'm taking the Oklahoma Sooners plus 14 points. Now, for those of you who couldn't see us at home, right before he said that, he went cross-eyed. <laughs> he had a little crazy look in his eye. Like, you remember the first time when a, yes. when a chick sat on you in college? Oh, that was the look you had. Well, well, you know, Lincoln Riley spent some time. He was at East Carolina prior, so I get excited when, when, I, when I get to, to, to prop up Lincoln Riley. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ruffin McNeil, old ECU coach, should have never got fired. Currently on the defensive staff at Oklahoma. But the defensive well, now we know why he got fired. <laughs> He's not on the offensive side. He only had one losing season and, and his starting quarterback got towards ACL in August and they still beat Virginia tech that year. And they fired him five and seven. And what year was that? I uh, like 2014 or something. Oh, okay. So yeah, Lincoln Riley is his offensive coordinator. How was that? How's that working out? Huh? How, couldn't have hired him at ECU, right? You crazy bastards. But yeah, the defense has some problems, but look, LSU's defense has some problems. And here's what I say. Coach O, love the guy. Love his interviews. Doesn't strike me as a big X and O's guy. You know who does? Lincoln Riley. And one of the problems in college football, they don't play for fucking five weeks or four weeks, whatever. You're giving one of the best offensive minds a month to prep mm-hmm. an offense against a defense, even though Dave Aranda, LSU, good defensive coordinator. However, they are not that good defensively this year. The stats back it up. I've watched it a bunch of times. So I'm going to say Oklahoma plus 14. And I don't think it's that crazy to throw some on the money line when it's that big of a number. Well, especially, I think it's gone up, right? Didn't it start? It's, it started lower than 14. I think it's, yeah, it started at 11. Now it's at like 13 and a half, 14. Uh, I, I saw it at 14. I actually saw it at 14 and a half. Like 71% a of, ago, right? of the money is on LSU or 72% of the money. 71% of the bets are on LSU, man. This is, I'm telling you, you're giving a guy a month to prepare and he's got, and another thing is the Jalen hurts angle. Like he was basically, you don't think he's got a chip on his shoulder with burrow playing like that. And the, the whole Heisman thing going the way it went. You sold me 14 is a lot of, a lot of points. And especially it's, it's not like um <clears throat> you saw the way they fought back during the Kansas state game, when they went down, like what were oh, they yeah. down? Like four yeah. scores 20, yeah, or something. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. They came back fast, man. Yeah. And they, and they came back. That was just during a regular season conference game. Yeah. Now imagine even if they're down like 21, they're down like 20. You yeah. never know. It's the national championship. You lose, you go home or it's like the, the national championship playoff. I mean, right? I don't think uh, Burroughs been playing at such a high level. I don't think there's going to be much stopping of this LSU offense, but I mm-hmm. do think Oklahoma's offense can, can keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, once again, the X and O's thing, and I love me some coach O, but it's just to me, a no brainer that the coaching edge resides in, in, in Lincoln. I mean, you know who in, uh, doesn't like coach O not Lincoln, uh, uh, Norman. Yeah. Who's that? You, you don't like coach O no, I love oh, coach okay. O, but I'm sure if you interviewed 100 closed captioning, uh, <laughs> you know, typewriters or whatever they're using there. I bet yeah. you 99 would say, I hate that guy. One of the best coach O stories <laughs> is his preferred when he was at Ole Miss, his preferred uh, restaurant to go to was get chicken on a stick at a gas station, chicken on a stick at a gas station in Oxford, Mississippi. I, 
I mean, I've never done this, but when I go to Oxford, you better believe I'm getting chicken on a stick, Tommy. I think if they win the national championship, they can make that readily available at the white house. Good. <laughs> good for him. I'm sure they won't have any problem getting chicken on a stick flown in. Oh man. I, I would love to see coach O and Trump talking, man. That'd be pretty fucking hilarious. Um, uh, so let's get to your number one play, buddy. Michigan plus seven. I'm all over it. I love it. I love why, it. why isn't it your number one pick? Well, because it's, I'm saying I'm picking Michigan. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, this goes back I bet like, on everything. I've, I've talked about it a couple of <laughs> times. This plays into both my like bet against the public because everyone looks at it and, and sure they'll come up with like the Jim Harbaugh hasn't beaten uh, yeah. whatever ranked team, whatever you can, you throw all those stats out to Jim Harbaugh. This game means something Oh yeah. to Michigan. Like they're going to be yoked to be out of Ann Arbor on January 1st. Have yeah. you been in the Midwest in January? <laughs> this is a vacation. It's going to be great. Yeah. But they are going. He is going to be so concentrated on this. To Nick Saban, it's like, just I'm like not playing for the college football bat, playoff. No Tua. He might be drunk. Yeah, you know, he might not even show up for the second. He might get ejected on purpose in the first quarter. Like, uh, remember a couple of years ago when they weren't in? <clears throat> I believe they played Oklahoma in a meaningless like New Year's yeah, Day Oklahoma game and got him. smoked. Like it yeah. wasn't even close. There's just no way Saban brings the same energy and the same like got to win this Mental game prep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And if I'm catching seven, I think the spread is accurate. I think it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a good I would spread. Agree. I would definitely agree with that. Um, I would like it more if I could get seven and a half, but <laughs> you know, I, I just yeah. think that to Harbaugh, this means more to him and his guys. Oh, with Harbaugh, everything means, I mean, and especially I, I, their season, like how, how great they played. They got better as the season went along. Yeah. And then I think, I think they're a much better team, but to Harbaugh, this means so much more. And you know, he's probably not as good of a motivator for Michigan as he was during like year one, because sooner or later, like that just, it's, just it's runs stale. out. Yeah. But I, I just don't think for Saban that he's yoked about this. There's yeah. just no way that he's going to be like, got to win this or else. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I just think, uh, yeah, motivational factor. And I also think Michigan's Don Brown, great defense, defensive <clears throat> coordinator. I think he's going to find a way to, to get to uh, Alabama and shut down this offense. Some, especially with their backup quarterback, you know, Tua is, is a game changer. Having Tua out is gigantic. And the, all the other things you mentioned, I think are huge. Uh, 83% of the bets are still coming in on Bama and 82% of the money is still coming in on Bama. So it's the one where it's like the, you look at the motivation factor. That's big for me in the bowl games. Yeah. Uh, whose players are more likely to get arrested or number, number two yeah. Yeah. and number three, uh, would be like, where's the, where's the money? Yeah. If you look at that SMU game yesterday, it was like 80% of the bets were on the, were on SMU and like 90% jack that number up, man. (laughs) Of course. That was all over. You're the Danta base. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But, um, yeah. Okay. I'm with you, man. Those are our top five plays and, uh, make sure, make sure guys you check out the daily upper decker.com or daily upper decker.com. The daily upper decker. Doesn't make a difference. Unless I go 0 and 5, find me at Sports Illustrated. <laughs> yeah, so him and Peter King, right? Yeah. And uh, you can find uh, what? What is your what is your personal Twitter handle? I only have uh, the Funny uh, Tommy at Funny Tommy. Oh man, you must have gotten early for that one. Uh yeah, that was just somebody was like, Hey, you need to jump on Twitter. That sounds good. All right, funny Tommy. Jeez. Okay, and also give a Is at- there a funny Colby on there? I mean, I would imagine. And it ends up be. being like Colby Smulders or whoever. Yeah. Colby Odonis, that fucking singer, something, yeah. you know, uh, at daily upper deck. Also give them a follow, but, uh, make sure you check out the daily upper decker.com. Awesome content up all the time. Shit. That'll make you 
you know, shit in your pants, laughing. And we, we'd love to post the, in our, you have got to see this uh, shit section uh-huh. uh, at the Colby D uh, the no CTE here. Oh, those oh, are man. always the best. Thank you, man. Those, uh, I appreciate those, man. I, I got, did you ever listen to the jerky boys? Uh, briefly when I was in college, but I was usually hammered in stone then. Uh, I got a message from one of the, the original members of jerky boys saying how, how much he appreciated the no CTE segment. It was pre- c- kind of cool. Kind of cool. An original jerky boy. He hit me up on Twitter. That's awesome. And he said, dude, your no CTE segment is fucking hilarious. So get over to Twitter, follow me at the Colby D and you'll check out uh, the no CTE segments that we do. Um, this is the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network. You can follow the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. Um, if there could, is a funny Colby, I at told funny you, Colby. I told it's you, Colby Hinkle. Oh, <clears throat> not, not, uh, this following three people, two followers. Oh, get man. off Twitter. Ass fucking Hankle. Where does it say location? Her, the last, her last tweet. Oh, it's a oh, girl. It's, it's a girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's a dude. It's a dude. Colby Hinkle. His last tweet was June 6, 2017. Give it up. Wow. Yeah. I want, I, I, I want that pilot. I want that back. All right. Um, I need to do that, man. Cause the Colby D is confusing, man. Never thinks I'm like Mike D, like the Beastie Boys. Uh, if you went to ECU, maybe, but otherwise, <laughs> everyone who went to a Wisconsin State school, that uh, we're good. Uh, we get it. <laughs> um, guys, this is the college experience. We would love if you could get over to iTunes, <clears throat> type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network, leave us a great iTunes review. If you do that, take a screenshot and uh, send it to me. I'll, f- I'll send you a, f- a fucking SGP t shirt. How about that? Raise the stakes in this game. Does it have sleeves? If we need to do a sleeveless one, I, f- I, I think our, I think it would go. It would yeah. go places. You saw how many people like the Milwaukee. They love yeah. sleeveless shirts. But it's cold as fuck, man. Well, in the winter, I, I got to get to. I've only been to Wisconsin in in the winter. Last time I performed in the basement of a strip club. And yeah. Apparently, the same strip club that that I went. Jokers. To. Yeah. It used to be. It used to be called Jokers. It was in Silk. And the 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 funny part was there were rumors that like so many comedians. So because you would get done, they would give you your check. Yeah. And you could cash it upstairs if you wanted. So uh, you, you get your check down trays at Joker's and then go up to Silk. Uh, that is where I man. learned how to say no. Man. Yeah. Thanks for the $400. I'm not going to go upstairs. I cash it. Well, they it. still kind of got me because, you know, I took the money from Puddlers and I went to Silk and I spent it all. I'm sure it was worth it. <laughs> no, right. no, no, the girl's there. I just like my money. <laughs> all right, guys. This is the college experience. He's Tommy Gimler. Make sure you check out. Uh, all of the shit we just mentioned, dailyupperdecker.com, uh, the dailyupperdecker.com. Uh, give us an iTunes review. Give his shit an iTunes review. Go, what? Just start reviewing things and give me. A, you want a T-shirt? Message me. We're, we're we're here for you. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. Thank you for coming on, Tom. Yeah.